Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have Higusama. So I have returned to the Kawabana website to pull from the their top five Japanese creep pasta list uh, to bring us Higusama, uh, which is a very strange one, even uh, even according to them. <laughs> um, so uh, it it doesn't really have an author. It's just it was trans. It's again one of those creep pastas that sort of is. Uh, it was posted anonymously, um, and uh, Kawabana website has translate has had uh, has translated it to a a format that we can read. So us English speakers, anyway. <clears throat> Um, but I will dive into the rundown for this one. So, uh, Nair once went to his grandparents' chicken farm for summer vacation with his mother, brother, and sister. Uh, they were, uh, they were there for about a week. And while trying to sleep at night, Nair had, uh, Nair heard his grandpa leave the house at 11.30 PM and return at 12.05 AM every night. Eventually. Nair follows his grandpa after a few nights and finds that he's checking the incubator room or the incubator building of the uh, of the farm and disposing of certain eggs before they have a chance to hatch, which they are very close to. Um, they're very close to hatching at the time. Nair jump scares his grandpa <laughs> um, when he uh, when he makes a noise and. He tells his grandson he has to dispose of the bad eggs as they are about to hatch at midnight. Um, then he quickly tells tells his, his grandson to go back into the house uh, and sleep. While leaving, Nair sees what looks like some toys by the building's doorway um, and decides to check that out later. So then we cut to the next day. And after Grandpa has come home, which is a very odd instance, uh, for lunch, um, he's very drunk and, and very sleepy, so he just kind of passes out. So the kids go outside, and eventually Nair and his brother check out what that toy was from earlier. And he, that's when he discovers that it's a, uh, a series of things, uh, a, paint over, a painted over hand mirror, uh, a clay statue, and some plastic flowers. Uh, Nair's brother goes into the incubator while Nair is looking at this stuff, and eventually Nair joins him. And that's when he notices that the bin that all the bad eggs were being disposed in uh, from the night before has a bunch of strips of paper with markings on them uh, just stuck to it. Um, the brother sees an egg hatch and draws Nair's attention to that. As Nair looks himself, he finds a chick that is hatched with human eyes. <laughs> uh, paralyzed with fear and shock, uh, he watches the chick fall to the floor and then run off outside to the west. Uh, Nair's brother is in some sort of unresponsive daze, and 
eventually the grandparents arrive uh, to Nair's like screaming and such. Grandpa uh, takes the things that were by the door and rush out in the direction that Nair points uh, where the chicken ran off to. While Grandma checks Nair's brother. Uh, something definitely has happened to him according to Grandma's reaction. And when uh, Nair's mom shows up with his si- with sister in tow um, and they see what's happening, she begins to cry because apparently uh, the brother's look or, or the brother looked into the eyes of Higyu-sama, which is the chick, according to the grandmother. Um, Grandpa returns unsuccessfully in what he was trying to do. And when Nair asks about Higyu-sama, he explains that the chick born at noon or at midnight turn into monsters. And so they have to be killed before they hatch. Uh, The monster at midnight is far worse than what occurred uh, at noon. And to Nair's brother. Um, Then we cut to some years later, while in high school, Nair meets a kid who also has a family with a a chicken farm, and he asks them if they've ever heard about uh, Higusama. And the kid just kind of um, brings up this thing called an Iwashi chicken. Uh, Apparently, with the advent of automation, (laughs) machines can now deal with chicks uh, about to be born at noon and midnight. So that's interesting. Uh, Cut again. Uh, and it's 20 years later from the incident itself and the brother seems fine uh he's even an elementary school teacher and they still go to their grandparents place to this day uh but one thing is for sure they are absolutely still a family finn (laughs) uh all right so i suppose we should move on to everyone tolerates the grand inquisitions at this point and... We're gonna say because they have to, because <laughs> they have to. <laughs> yeah, you don't really have um, a choice. I mean, you could yeah, skip no. ahead, but don't tell anyone. That's the secret. Yeah. Move. <laughs> also, future me will never put in a uh, go to this timestamp. Yeah. To to, uh, to skip the grammar position. No, we 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 separate the wheat from the chaff <laughs> in oh, the yeah. show. That's how we know our devoted listen. We have devoted listeners is when they can <laughs> when they can get through the grammar inquisition. Anyway, <laughs> um, gonna start with this one here. Uh, none of the lights were on. I could only rely on the red light coming out from the incubators. So I feel like this should be should read a little bit differently. So I kind of slightly rewrote it. I tweaked the the sentence a little bit. Um, none of the lights were on save for the red glow coming out of the incubators. Just like it, it really irked me. It's like, none of the lights were on. I could only rely on the red light <laughs> coming out of the incubators. It's like, okay, I understand yeah. what you're trying to say. Like, the main lights aren't on, but like, you, that like, uh... <laughs> or just summer, or simplify it to the only light that was on was the red light from the incubators, making the whole room dark black and red and evil looking yeah or or just like really low light because that's yeah. what happens when you have red light on that's <clears throat> why they use red lights for um like uh what are they called uh, those uh the, the photo rooms mm. uh development yeah photo development rooms yeah uh anyway um gonna move on to the next one here uh he returned around 11 a.m kind of drunk and joined us at the table 
So I'm not sure if this is kind of a nitpick. This story is sort of told rather casually uh, as if somebody is telling, recounting this story to us. But I feel like it should still be um, he returned around he returned around 11 a.m. kind of drunk and joined us at the uh, at the dirt or at, yeah, and joined us at the table. Just like in the, in the story itself, it's it's kind of like the slang that we all use for kind of. And it's not technically um, dialogue, so I don't want to give it a pass. <laughs> Suppose yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but that's the only one that I really kind of found. So, uh, Mikey, these stands for evil. Take it away. All right. Um, well, I, I didn't find much of anything, uh, so I just have my conjunction junction. All right. And next stop, conjunction junction. Doot, doot. It was the countryside. So they always got up super early and went to bed super early as well. But that night I was again unable to sleep. And at the same time, someone went outside and then returned a short while later. But then I realized something was off. It wasn't a toy. It was a hand mirror but the mirrored side had been painted with some type of vermilion-colored paint. But what were they used for? And its eyes. They were the eyes of a human. It jumped off the shelf in the incubator and hit the ground with a thud. It didn't even shake its head. It just briskly walked away. It ran out of the incubator room and turned west, disappearing into the distance. It looked at my brother, Drool, running... Drool was running down his chin and his eyes were blank. But there was something different about him. It's been over 20 years since we all live together as a family, but we're still absolutely a family. Finn. That okay. mirror with human eyes. Just... <laughs> that changed a lot. Like he couldn't <laughs> wait, he couldn't sleep. He heard someone going in and out of the house, and he thought that it was a toy that was alive. I guess he just watched Toy Story, but yeah. it turned out it was a hand mirror that has human eyes. And the hand mirror yeah. jumped out of the incubator and did all that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Context, man. Changes yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. And for those unaware, Mikey does these strings of sentences to highlight all these sentences in the story that start with words that they probably shouldn't, like it's ends or buts, because there's always better words. All right. And next up is gr- <laughs> the, the grammar in yellow. Indeed. <laughs> It's the first time I've ever actually addressed it as such. That's true. (laughs) Maybe my grandfather or grandmother was going to check on the chickens out in the field, I thought. So if he's actually thinking that in his head, I don't know if he would specifically say my grandfather. Wouldn't he just say grandfather? Like there's no need to specify to call him out as his grandfather. Like there's other grandfathers in the area too. 
I I hear you. Um, yeah. Like, I was going to counter you, and it's like, I mean, I've heard people, like, say, like, my grandpa, like, like, for a story and some of that, but, like, yeah, no, it should probably be, like, grandfather. Like, just grandfather, not my grandfather. I guess. That being said, like, if I'm talking to you about, um, for example, my dad, yeah, I would refer to him as my dad. Yeah. Even, like, because I wouldn't call your dad dad, because that'd be weird. <laughs> yeah, or, like, if <laughs> I'm telling you, it's once. like, yeah, like, or if, like, I'm telling you, like, a story, it's like, yeah, my... Uh, my no-no has a uh, a greenhouse that I, I get frig- figs from every time I go over there. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like that kind of thing. Like, it's like, so I like, you know, the, who, like the, the possessive, uh, uh, the, who, who, whose grandfather it is. <laughs> or like, not like, uh, like I wouldn't say like, no-no's grandfather. Cause like, he's not your no-no. He's mine. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm going to counter my own <laughs> grammar there. I don't know. Yeah. Also, uh, were you going to mention the fact that like they use was and not were? No. Because I just, like, while you were, like, reading it out, I was like, that was should be a were, because it says, grand- maybe it was my grandfather or grand or grandmother. No, actually. Because he's nope. thinking this in the moment. <laughs> ah, this you're right. A, Damn a quote it. of what he is thinking. Damn it. Wahaha. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. Alright, moving on. Yes. Free of the paralysis that had gripped me, I could finally move again. It looked at my brother. Drool was coming down his chin, and his eyes were blank. Called his name over and over again, he didn't respond. So I feel like it should be, I looked at my brother? Drool was running down his chin and everything? Because at this point, the chick left, and it's gone. And then all of a sudden it says, it looked at my brother? Uh, Oh. Yeah, because... Nair huh. looked at yeah. his brother. Yeah. And saw that Drool was running down his chin and everything. Yeah, that's definitely a grammar position. <laughs> like, that's Probably definitely I'm the only one who got that. I, I, I must have, like, read over it. <laughs> and that's all I got. All right. Uh, then I suppose we'll move on to actual thoughts. Uh, so first thing I wanted to address here is this sentence. On the fifth day, I did my best to conserve energy so I could stay awake and follow whoever it was when they went outside. Okay, I know they the, what, what they're intending to mean here. Like, the kid is just trying to stay awake and stuff like that. But it really does sound like the kid is an, actually an android, <laughs> like, conserving his energy <laughs> to, stay, yeah, to stay functional. Like, I just suddenly imagine Wally, like, having to consider, like, like going to, into uh, low power mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or ironically, sleep mode <laughs> to conserve his energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is, this is obviously from the 2060s uh, or 2070s, clearly. Yeah, of course. Yeah. God, this would really, this would make a good Shadowrun game. Sorry, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, moving on. Like it's even got the cy- if we're gonna add the cyberness to it, it even got like the occultism stuff to it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. Moving on to the next thing here. Um, everything was dim, like the kind of darkness you might see if you go in, or if you got in under a kotatsu blanket. So I looked up kotatsu blanket on Google Images. Me too. And I would have loved this as a kid. <laughs> 
Like, yeah. hey, I want it now. I was just going to say that myself. Like, kid, <laughs> I want that shit now. Yeah. So for anybody who doesn't want to just like Google it, um, it's basically a like a like a bed table, like the kind of table that you'd like put on like over your blanket uh, while you're sleeping or while you're lying down or sitting up in bed to to um, uh, to like have food or drink or, or whatever on like on this table. But it's like because it's in uh, like the Japanese culture, they it's on the ground. Or it's I was going to say it's, like it's the, not in the bed; yeah. it's on the ground. Yeah, it's on the floor. Um, and so like, and so there's a table, but then there's a blanket underneath, like the the hard top part of it that flower out like uh, like like almost like a tent, um, and allows you to like basically like do whatever you're doing on the table, and then when you're tired, you just go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and it's like basically a pre-made uh blanket fort. <laughs> Yeah, like it, it <laughs> like, lays out in all directions around the table. Yeah, and like it's elevated, so like a kid could definitely like just like sneak into the center of it and like underneath it and just have that as like their own little domain, yeah. <laughs> like a pre-made fort. Yeah, yeah. I I could definitely like honestly this part here like kind of brought me up. It's like the, the story like could really be used as game fodder for a little fears game. Um, but I'll I'll put a pin on that for now. I've got I've got a few other things before we go to that. Um. Or before I dive deep into, you know, how this game, how this story could be used for game fodder. Um, but moving on. I definitely saw a chick inside the egg. Cracks were forming along the outside, like it was just about to hatch. I could imagine what the mess looked like inside the bin. So I didn't want to see it. But my grandfather quickly covered it with the with that, covered it with a lid anyway. So as I was reading this part, I was I suddenly got some unexpected visceral horror like hinted at here. Like I was like, I, like just like I love chicken and eggs. Like I'm going to continue to eat them, and and love and love eating it. But just the insinuation of the contents of that metal bin, <laughs> like he, like in this in this moment. Like I was suddenly grossed and creeped out by like just the insinuation of like what my how my imagination like like concocted of like oh yeah that bin's full of like dead baby chickens <laughs> and like broken shells and stuff like that that have just been like thrown in there. I don't think you enjoying cooked chicken has anything to do with like baby chickens because you don't eat baby chickens. <laughs> no, well actually you do in some cultures <laughs> in some parts of the world you do actually eat un unhatched like chicken fetuses um i'm sure that's fine you know it is it's just a different culture um but like no it was just like i, I loved eating chicken and i love like eggs and i'm not gonna stop like because i got grossed out here but this was a good little like just kind of a hinted at visceral horror like it didn't mm -hmm. like go into explicits of like all the dead babies like their broken necks and limbs like and their decomposing like bodies on the and the rotting yolk and stuff like that they like, didn't go into that like grossness and awful mm -hmm. it just hints at it and i still got a reaction from just it hint being hinted at and so like okay i appreciate that <laughs> um apparently i'm the only one because <laughs> nobody else is reacting so i mean yeah i i okay. also wondered how gross the bucket was but i'm glad they didn't go there yeah yeah it was tasteful <laughs> just like <chicken>. tasteful <laughs> yeah tasteful visceral horror mm -hmm. <laughs> Love to see it. Anyway, uh, moving on. He ate some white rice with tea and pickled vegetables, and at some point fell asleep face down on the table. We thought it would be 
bad manners to wake him up. So we left him there and went outside to play. Um, is it? Like, it's fine. Grandpa just had a stroke and died. Let's just go outside and play. <laughs> like... That, the the way the way I saw this in my head, like transpiring, was like Grandpa just like face planted like onto the table, um, and like I'm sure he's still breathing. I, I yeah, I I feel like I would maybe maybe not how I would have reacted to this. Like I probably would have like contacted like called mom and it's like, hey, dad, Grandpa's passed out on the table. Like just head first. Different culture, maybe you should I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, like that's true. The, like, um... Uh, station, I already forgot the name of it. Kitsuragi Station? Yeah. The first uh, lady who was like, oh, I, I didn't want to, like, she's like apologizing to the police for something she didn't do and stuff because she didn't want to bother anyone. It's the same sort yeah, of thing here. The kid didn't want to uh, bother uh, yeah. his grandfather. So just let him sleep. Clearly needed Yeah, there. Yeah, well, clearly. Yeah, well, I mean, he was, he had been drinking a lot that morning and then got there. Um, I, I think you're right because I I feel like from what I've I've watched and like seen of like Japanese culture, it does feel like there is a a precedence for like being very polite and like ha- like the manners are very important. Yeah. So especially when you're a kid in that culture, so it's it's instilled a lot more heavily, I think, than than for us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he didn't have to go ask his mom, be like, should I wake him up? Like he already knew. Like, oh, like no. no, he's sleeping. Like it would be rude. To, it would be rude to try and wake him up, or it'd be rude to like call mom about it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Let's just, let's let him be. <laughs> uh, moving on to the next one here. Um, Actually, it's kind of funny that you you brought this up. Um, I watched uh, Game Grumps play a game called uh, Considerate at one point, where it's a, a Japanese game where like you can be as considerate or inconsiderate as you want. And it there's like an image on the screen, and it's a Wii game, so you're like you're using your the Wii game. It doesn't matter either way. Um, there's this one where this uh, Japanese gentleman is like giving like a, a slideshow presentation, and this fly is open, like down and wide open. And the gameplay mechanic is like pulling your cursor towards his crotch, and you have to like physically keep it away. Like you don't want to bring it up and just like let him do his presentation because you don't want to call him out on it. It's the same sort yeah, of thing cause... with this. <clears throat> Yeah, you don't want to humiliate him in front of the group, like being polite and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it's that kind of. I think it's that culture of like, <clears throat> um, like don't call somebody out on something. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll move on to the next thing here. Uh, a chick was inside, but something about it was different than the others. Looking closer, unlike the other chicks, this one wasn't shaking at all. Nor was it chirping, and its eyes—they were the eyes of a human. Okay, <clears throat> so I was like, "Wait, what does a chicken eye actually look like, anyway?" Like I'd never really thought of it, so I googled it. <laughs> and at first, I, like I hate to well, say it, there's an image at the top of the creepypasta. <laughs> well, yeah, there of, of yeah of the chick. I didn't. I I totally gapped about that. But like, I was like curious, like because about actual like chicken eyes and stuff. I was like, well, wait, like what's like is, are they that different from human eyes? Let's take a look. And like, at first, when I googled it, I was like, okay, you know that kind of could be mistaken for human eyes. Like they're a little bit more orange and stuff of like that. And that's until I saw an image someone had posted on Reddit creepy uh, of a human with a chicken uh, in the same image. And they had swapped the eyes. 
That is the most like like and that's what I realized the true horror of that situation. Um and I'm going to show my my co Posts, this terrifying image that I found. Because if I have to sit through this nightmare fuel, you have to sit through this nightmare fuel. Damn so it. it's going to be in the nightmare fuel section. So, <laughs> also, I hate to say it, but like, how do you think that baby <clears throat> chick's eyes look like humanized? All the images I see, they're just pure black. I went with chi- I, I I googled chicken, like like actually like fully. Like, grown so chicken? I got I got I got a lot of adult chickens, not not chicks. But this is all yeah. baby chickens. I know, but whatever. Just look at the look at the damn image. I don't want to. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh god, it's so disturbing to me. <laughs> the, I, it's way easier to look at the chicken. The chicken's just kind of chill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Sorry, I like. I just like that unintentional. Just like looking it up, and it's like, oh god, why? <laughs> why would you do this? <laughs> I definitely think like most of it also is like it's less from the chicken. <clears throat> And it's more from the human having chicken eyes. Yes, of course. But it's funny because, like, when I looked at a chicken, like when I looked at like chicken eyes, I was like, okay, that looks. I could be human, kind of. And then, like, you pull it into, put it onto an actual person's eyes, and it's like, nope, mm-hmm. <laughs> that is not supposed to be that way. Uh, so yeah, mother, he didn't. My grandmother sadly nodded her 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 yeah, really? sadly nodded her head. My mother pulled my younger brother into her arms and began crying. He just stared blankly. My sister looked at him with confusion and fear in her eyes. But when she saw our mother cry, she began to. My grandfather returned shortly thereafter. It's no good. I wasn't in time. He he sadly shook his head. So at this point, while I was reading the story, I thought I realized... What was what had happened? Like the Higyu Sama had like simply taken the the brother's vision, and like that's why its eyes suddenly were human. <laughs> um, and oh. and grand and grandpa had ran off to perform some kind of like counter ritual to reverse the effects. Now, that's apparently not what happened. No, <laughs> and not at all. I've got more on that later. <laughs> But I'm salvaging this little note here that I was going to delete because <laughs> I realized it wasn't the case um, by saying that I do feel like this story would make for great gaming fodder. Like knee-jerk reaction, like I said earlier, little fears and you're all siblings and this happens to one of your, like uh, either to one of you or like your, your, your NPC sibling. Mm-hmm. But you could also use this um, where your esoteric like adults using fringe nigh folkloric rituals to gain power or sort uh, or stop supernatural uh su- threats um a la a game like unknown armies um and cuz i've i've listened to unknown armies unknown armies is like a post human or like postmodern like supernatural magic using sort of situation where like all the magical rituals and stuff of like that are like and all the like the different like character archetypes they're it's it's pulling from folklore, but it's also like pulling from like modern stuff, like like using components that are that you have on you, not like ancient rich like ancient ritualistic like components, like um, rather than using like uh, purified salt from uh, from like uh, that's been aged and like for, you get from an occult store. No, you don't have time for that. You go you go get some like uh, like powdered bleach <laughs> for your ritual, or like perform like a certain like perform some kind of like humiliating act 
to get a uh, to get a boost to your power level to perform a ritual. Um, like the way the way the grandfather like runs off with like the mirror and the um, the, the the plastic flowers, like modern like the kind of more modern plastic flowers and like the clay statue, in the hopes of like stopping the uh, the the Higyu Sama. Um, very much reminded me of like unknown armies. Uh, also looking like kind of reevaluating like like kind of like looking at the stuff that he did have there the the paper uh pamphlets that were like sticked sticking to the bin with the the writing that's definitely like the japanese uh like warding uh sigils that he had on the bin to like basically keep the uh the bad eggs at bay mm-hmm. <laughs> in the bin um but also um i just realized the vermilion uh painted uh, the vermilion paint that was on the mirror um on the hand mirror, well, hand mirrors and mirrors in general in Japanese uh, occultism uh, are a big thing because, like, you can see it, it allows you to see ghosts uh, when you look through a mirror. Um, however, it's also a window to their world, so they would use vermilion, which is a red paint, um, to to protect themselves from evil spirits because red in Japanese occultism uh, is a color that wards off evil spirits. <clears throat> so. Yeah, there's like a lot of like there's a lot of folklore like nods of like th- like going on in this story, um, and like weird. It's it's a country like a sort of a countryside farm in like rural Japan or like in a rural part of Japan. So like, <clears throat> of course they're gonna have like older folkloric ways of like stopping ritual or like stopping evil spirits or like these creatures from doing harm. Um. And that actually brings me to my next kind of inspiration for this, um, is, uh, for like a uh, for a game fodder is uh, use use the uh, the RPG Vassen, um, and instead of Nordic folklore horror, uh, we move it over to the uh, we move the setting to Japan, <clears throat> because Vassen um, in in Nordic cultures is basically like spiritual beings or creatures um, of the supernatural, and like Japan has that in yokai and. Uh, and their uh, their various um, other spirit creatures. So basically, it's kind of in the, a different name for the same sort of category of creature or supernatural entities, like the Higusama. So, um, but yeah, that was my little um, game fodder rant. <laughs> I, I'll move on. <laughs> they're all good points. We have to fight you on that. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I just also if you guys had anything else to add to it, like to the gaming fodder thing, like no, <laughs> no, cool. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Welcome. You know way more about this shit than we do. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll move on to the my next thing, which is a little bit funnier. <laughs> um, I regret so many things after doing some uh, doing a deep dive of the story, uh, starting with this comment, um, or the, starting with this quote. Uh, later when I was in high school or later when I was a high school student, one of my classmates also had a family that ran a chicken farm. I asked him if he had ever heard of Higusama, but at first he just looked at me confused. Then he said, ah, you mean the Iwashi chicken? So I, I, I went down the Google hole again, like for the third time, for the last time, (laughs) not really. Um, uh, I googled like and to see if I could find uh anything like a translation of this like another translation of this story um uh, as I tried to find more information about Higusama 
and Iwashi chickens. So firstly, it seems like the Higyusama is like a changeling uh, in Western cultures. So like it swaps with the person or like steals their soul when they hatch and you and and look into a victim's eyes uh at that moment so that seems to be what might be wrong with the brother like he's been body swapped or replaced by this creature and so he was actually the chicken that ran off like his soul but he was responding in a manner but that he would be yeah because he's become kind of like a mimic or like he's been like they like that's what that's what changelings do they they um when they swap bodies with when they swap places with somebody um that person or their soul gets sent to like the uh, the spirit world um and the spirit creature that's now possessing the body or taking the place of the body uh begins uh, tries to act like that person cuz he was acting he was acting like his brother he was acting like the brother but there was something off about him yeah and the story sort of is sort of wishy-washy on like what that difference is, even by the end. Um, and then I looked up, I tried to look up Iwashi chicken, mm-hmm. and I really wish I hadn't. Oh, so there's another translation of the story on a website called uh, HRS or uh, HRStoryChannel.com. It's another sort of like. Um, uh, ch- a website that tries to translate Japanese creep pastas and urban legends, um, and this, and they they call the Awashi chicken uh, the Awashidori, as it was pre- and and in that translation, Awashidori means, according to their story, it means because it's done in brackets, like the translation of what it means, bird of word, as in. Bird is the word. Really? That's where you're going with that? This is the the horrible This is the horrible it, revelation yes. that you're dropping on us. Is that the bird I, is the word? I, I hated that I found I hated that I saw that. I was like, why? It's gonna be some what? absolutely horrible thing. No, it's horrible in like, really? Really? <laughs> but I don't even know how accurate that is that translation is. Because first off, like the the HR Story Channel website, like version of this story, is sort of done in heavily broken English. Like it's almost hard to, re- it's almost impossible to read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like it's just sort of like g- very garbled. Um, but when I tried to find a tra- a proper translation for um, for um, Iwashidori, which I was like, there's no way that's bird of the word. I need to confirm confirm that. Um, it does not mean <laughs> bird of word. <laughs> yeah, I, I did touch uh, on it too. It, the only thing I came up with is something like squid related or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Iwashidori means remove squid <laughs> in Japanese. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't know. I, I'm just. I was just left confused by like, because online, like, uh, Higyusama, like this story, um. It pops up a couple of times, but there doesn't seem to be any information that I could find of like any more information aside from what's in this story of Higusama, like the the creature itself, um, or the urban legend. Now, again, there's a lot of websites I did come up where that were just straight up Japanese, and I was I was like I can't like I'm like I'm gonna go down like a 
a really big rabbit hole to find that kind of like if I'm going to try and use like Google Translate on all these websites and stuff. So I kind of left it and I left myself confused. But if someone out there who's listening to us is more familiar with Japanese horror, folklore and urban legends and, and culture on this situation, would like to help us out and clarify, like if, if you have any like direction to give me of like where I can find more information on Higusama and like the the uh, the urban legend or like the legend around it. Rather than just this story alone, I'd be really interested in it. Like maybe it is just like for this story that it was made for, or maybe it's an actual like urban legend or yokai story. Um, but yeah, the looking trying to find anything about Higusama and Iwashi uh, Iwashi Chicken outside of this story kind of left me very confused. <laughs> is all I'm gonna kind of leave that with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just kind of left it and up then, to it being just something made for the story because I couldn't find anything. In my yeah, one and, second, I took to Google things. <laughs> yeah, I did a little bit of a deeper dive because mm-hmm. I was like, I was, I was, inter- I, I was genuinely interested in like, I've been, I've been genuinely interested in all these like Japanese creepypastas that we've been coming across. So I wanted to see if there's any more like information I could find about that and glean. But uh, I failed in this ca- in this case. So, but moving on to the next thing here. Uh, at any rate, these days technology has advanced. And there are sensors and timers on the incubation machines that automatically dispose of eggs that are about to hatch at 12 p.m. and 12 a.m. Man, who knew poultry husbandry was so dangerous before the advent of automation? Right. At least in rural Japanese folklore. (laughs) Like, because you think of it like, Grandpa's been doing that for years. (laughs) Like, going out there at 1130 till 1205. Every new uh, around noon and at midnight every day uh, since they've had this chicken farm, <laughs> and then maybe his father was doing it be- back th- before that, and his father, and his father. <laughs> it just thank God for automation. This is like the one case. Like thank God for automation, <laughs> saving people's souls <laughs> from creepy, weird, obscure yokai. <laughs> This makes me wonder what happens if the power goes out around noon. <laughs> oh God! They, there's like one guy on on like at the industrial like chicken farm like or chicken warehouse farm place. That's like like the power goes out and just like uh, Satoshi protocol Higusama. I was like, oh, <laughs> just starts running like just running halfway across the hall like like the warehouse like checking all like the rows and rows and rows and rows and rows of of, of uh, incubators mm-hmm. he's got a vermilion uh painted like hand mirror in hand <laughs> like just ready like and, and like a and a, a bin that's just like a, like kind of a like a carry bin that's uh um, it's like strapped to his chest plastered like a like a baby yeah <laughs> like a pupusa yeah there you go that's a word <laughs> a yeah it's, it's yeah, it's just like it's just um just completely covered in like um protective uh protective sigils stri- uh, like those strips of paper with protective sigils on them. Yep. <laughs> and as as funny as all this is, realistically though, the backup generators would just kick in. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Satoshi's just running. Uh, Aussie's not running to like check the the incubator. She's just running to the uh the the uh the low the quick uh, running to the backup generator to get it started. Mm. Because for some reason they haven't gotten that automated. No, of course not. Why would they? <laughs> they, they 
They need somebody to get out there to like do a pull cord. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, <turn> gas. <laughs> oh god, I got, I got the gas tank's like running out of time. It's almost eleven it's almost eleven forty five. Uh yeah, no. <laughs> just like my god. Um Yeah, we like to have fun here. Originally. <laughs> Alright. And then to my final actual thought uh stuff. I still return to Shim. Uh, I'm really not sure how how you say this. Shimani, Shimani. However we say it, it will be wrong. It's going to be wrong. Yeah, so just pick one and roll with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I still return to Shimane uh, every year. My brother is now working as an elementary school teacher. I don't even remember when he used to be like before all this happened anymore. It's been over 20 years since we all lived together as a family. But we're still absolutely a family. That's the last line of the story. And I was like, what? <laughs> Where's the horror payoff? Where's the zinger? <laughs> like this this is a weird, like happy ending thing. Like, like it sounds like everything turned out alright. <laughs> did someone die? Did did grandpa? Did grandma? Why did they have to pull out early like previously, like when, when grandpa and grandma were like um had come back from trying to get the Higusama and failing like grandpa immediately says like we need to pull out the morning clothes like morning mm-hmm. as in like morning at a funeral kind of thing not morning as in start of the day yes. um <clears throat> like what's wrong with Nair's brother <laughs> D- like doing a deeper dive elsewhere reveals a little bit more about what possibly transpired but otherwise the story sort of ends anticlimactically for me <laughs> like what the fuck like happened <laughs> It's like it, it was. It, I sort of got that feeling, that that vibe at the end here, where it's just like we know with absolute certainty that the truth behind Bigfoot and his existence is definitely maybe <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of like what <laughs> like it's sort of like non-committal like ending. It's like like it's been twenty years since we all lived as a family. We, we still live as a family. We're absolutely a family. <laughs> like what? <laughs> So it's the, it, and the way it's worded, it almost sounds like they're kind of like lying to sort of hide it, you know? You're like, yeah, we're totally yeah, I a guess, family. It's all normal, right? Yeah, like I guess, I guess it is sort of like the horror here is that like brother, the brother is now uh, like something happened to the brother that he's like he's still the brother, but he's different. Like something is off about him. Mm-hmm. But and yet they he can't grows up do to anything be like a teacher it. and everything. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like. So why? What's the problem? <laughs> like, uh, it's like I. It was such a weird ending to the story, which like up until the up until this very end, I was like, yeah, okay, this is pretty cool. Like, creepy, like folklore farms, uh, farm horror going on here in, in rural Japan. And then like the ending has like no horror zigger whatsoever. <laughs> it just sort of peters out for me. <laughs> So, yeah, <laughs> I was left rather disappointed at the end. <laughs> oh, that's fair. But, uh, yeah. But uh, that's my actual thoughts. So, Mikey, these stands for evil. All right. Um, uh, my first actual thought is something you just brought up at the end there. I'll say the quote anyway. Uh, Grandma, I don't know who it'll be but it'll happen within the next two or three days. 
Can you get out the morning clothes and air them out for a bit? So, I was totally expecting a funeral of some kind. Yeah. Um, based on that, and we don't get it. It just, they allude to it, but then nothing. Yeah. It Did the postman down the street suddenly die? Like, did the neighbor <laughs> two doors down yeah. have a heart attack or something? Like... Yeah, on completely unrelated notes, oh yeah, we should get the morning clothes out. He'll yeah. be fine. I, my neighbor that I just hung out with, like that morning, um, yeah, he uh we were drinking and he just died. <laughs> he was getting up there in years. He just died. Mm. Uh mm-hmm. has nothing oh yeah, and yeah, no, don't worry, your brother's gonna be fine. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it really it honestly seemed like there was like there's a, something missing. Like there's like a gap that we're missing here. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Right. So my next um actual thought here is uh something that I would like to be more sort of fleshed out. Um and as it is it it's not like like it uses assumptions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the quotes here. Now the first one is, "Chicks born when the sun is in the highest point of the sky, or when it's the deepest part of the night, have a certain role. So that's why we have to kill them." And then later. At any rate, these days technology has advanced and there are sensors and timers on the incubation machines that automatically dispose of eggs that are about to hatch at 12 p.m. and 12 a.m. The problem with that is that um, 12 noon is not high noon, which is the... um, when the sun is at the highest point in the sky. So, no. Because it, um, it moves, like, that's why we have, um, daylight savings and such. Yeah. So, like, there is some swing variance there, which it makes sense, because earlier in the story, it says that the the grandfather left at eleven thirty to go do the chickens. Mm-hmm. So he's he's got the the time period right, but to state that the automated system only checks at twelve a.m. and twelve p.m. means that they're missing a lot of demon chickens. So basically, <laughs> like in between daylight savings time switching, the variance of it actually being at the um top of the sky or peak of the sky what was the term for that sorry uh, at the highest point in the sky so high noon yeah at, for it actually being at high noon could be 1201 one day and then 1210 a little bit later like as it goes on it gets yeah a different day a different time yeah. yeah also i just googled it there is no daylight savings time in japan well do not change in japan <laughs> Still, like, it would be nice for there to be, like, a sundial, because yeah. the sundial oh, yeah. will tell you when high noon is. <laughs> Fair. 
Yeah. Um, but it's not even alluded to that they the grandparents have a sundial. Like, I yeah, I, I wonder too. Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, if it was a little bit more, um, like the the per, the 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 nair because oh we never do address that like yeah we never got a name for this character but I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, nair um, uh, like is out of context here. So he's like, why is my grandma or grandpa going like to this like obscure time? It's not even like new. It's not exactly new. And it's not exactly midnight. Um, and then, but it's because like, yeah, they're using like, again, an older way of telling time or like time, like figuring out like the highest, like the, when the, when the sun is in the highest point in the sky or when it's the darkest time of night rather than just like simple. Cause a lot of like, again, like a lot of these stories, like when they're like about, uh, a certain thing it's like usually like yeah like midnight because midnight is like a the spooky hour <laughs> or like it's a it's a it's a quantifiable spooky time mm-hmm. yeah so uh like i said i'd just like it to be a little more fleshed out because uh, the the demons the they just care whether it's high noon or i guess low midnight yeah because <laughs> that's a term now yep it is now <laughs> yeah we're gonna so... have oh now, now i just want like a a, a supernatural gunfight at low mid a low midnight <laughs> <laughs> we'll just like a vampire, a vampire gunslinger like a uh, movie where like just call oh it God. low midnight <laughs> you have to do that now okay, so that's the end of my actual thoughts cool uh, all right, then gamer. That'd be my turn. So first off, the art that's totally there. Yeah, uh, the just photo as a of the chick. little baby chick. Um, after reading the story, I was wondering why there wasn't a human eye photoshopped onto it. Though I guess it would be a spoiler if that was the case. Yeah. I mean, you could put it at the end, though. Maybe you but could. For me. The way that I, I read these stories is I open up the story, I give it a quick scroll to know what I'm getting myself into, and in doing so, I would spoil that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you're, you're fucked either way. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's how it is. We always stayed there for about a week, and I had fun while my grandparents doted on me. Or dotted on me? I don't know the pronunciation it's, it's of that. Okay. Either way, I've never heard that word before. Oh, okay. To dote on is to give a lot of love or attention to, apparently. Yep. So I learned a thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I never got enough love and attention, so I've never you heard that word. You apparently never doted on. No, never. <laughs> it rose at 4 a.m. before the first rooster's call of duty. I mean, call of, of the day, sorry. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so the rooster's here, just like blare their game on a loudspeaker, basically, like the playing Call of Duty to wake everyone up. Like cussing and yelling at each other at uh, sorry not at other rooster gamers doing the same thing around the country. Yeah, that's what the rooster's call of duty is. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes sense to me. A weird world to live in. <laughs> yep, but here we are. <laughs> so then uh, later on, the, the little baby chick gets hatched, and it's weird. Little br- brother's frozen. Nair is temporarily frozen, but he's okay. Um, I kind of, I was hoping that it was going to explain what the hell happened, but it doesn't. I know we kind of brushed on that. Yeah, 
really needed to be something happen. It's yeah, all left like, to assumptions, and I hate doing that. Honestly, I'm with you on this one because this story doesn't explain what a Higusama is. I had to I had to go elsewhere to find out anything about it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, yeah, like, like, even like something yeah. as simple as showing that the brother did not live to have a normal life anymore. Like he had to like go into an insane asylum or. Um, after that point, he wasn't himself anymore and he wasn't able to like function properly and take care of himself anymore. Like something, but he grew up and got yeah. a career as a teacher and yeah. Like, <laughs> the hell and, 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 it's just, and it's just like, that's, it's like the best way I can describe like what I think is actually like what, what the fear or what the creepiness of this is supposed to try and invoke is like, it looks like my brother. It speaks like my brother. It acts like my brother. But I know inherently there's something there that is not my brother. Like, yeah, but that is... could be simply just he saw something weird, so he's acting weird because of that. Like, because scary things and traumatic things change people, but not necessarily in a um, in a weird way. Yeah, in a yeah, um, it's like supernatural way. <laughs> like he's an elementary school teacher. Only, only one of one out of like uh, five of his class uh, classes, um, someone goes missing <laughs> mysteriously. <Yeah. laughs> like, like have like there's nothing, nothing even like malicious or like like in his actions. Like when, when he like it's just it's just his his brother uh, grew up uh, to become an elementary school teacher. He's fine. It's just he's different. <laughs> he's different now. He was he's he was changed from that incident. I'm not going to explain in this story why he's different. He's just different. Trust me. Yeah. It's like, did the grandfather actually succeed in running away with the stuff? To, no, because he didn't never found it. He, he, he came back and he's like, I wasn't there. I, I wasn't able to get, I wasn't able to do it in time. So like, I imagine like he went out there with the stuff to try and like get the soul back or, or, or like counter the counter, the transfer or whatever it was. Cause and again, I'm just basing that off of, what I've read elsewhere, the story doesn't actually tell you what Higusama does. <laughs> and, and wait, you're right. The, the grandfather says, I wasn't able to do it in time. So he yeah. found it. <laughs> yeah. Because he did. Otherwise, he said, I couldn't get there in time. He was, it's lost. I couldn't find it. But he found yeah. it and he said he couldn't do it in time. So whatever he was doing, he didn't do it early enough. So the effects, whatever they may be, stuck are revert are, are irreversible now apparently yeah, yeah. right from the get-go didn't he say don't look at it because you go blind yeah is the so that's why i thought blind? like yeah well that's what i thought that's why like we had that like part there at the time I was like, okay so it's like some kind of like um yeah and, and like like we get that from the grandfather at like the night prior and then the day like that day like the, the the brother looks at the like looks at the chick and then is in like this daze and is irresponsive and like his eyes are blank. I was like, oh, and the, and the chick has human eyes. Like, oh, so the the these chick this Higusama is a chick that is born at noon, and it if you look at it like in the eye, it steals your vision. Like that's how I what I logically came to the conclusion of. Yeah, but then that wasn't the case apparently. I mean, it's entirely possible he's actually blind and they're just not saying it. Like he yeah, could maybe. very easily become a teacher while blind. That's not yeah. something that would hinder him. But well, there's the, no mention yeah. of it. Like not even like when, after it happened when I called his name, um, he would look in my direction but not at me. You know, like something 
to say that well, he can't actually, really see or he would say yeah. he can talk still yeah well like I, that's what i even like like earlier like later on like after like the the event happens and like the the, the grandparents and the parents are like consoling or like hugging him and stuff like that and he's just like looking off into space i was like wait is he still blind like is he blind like because he's just saying like he's he's saying it's like grandpa you're hurting me like when he's hugging him really hard but he's like so i was like it's like does he not like are we just like he's just look looking over like his grandfather's shoulder and like not looking at him or not looking at anything because he can't see like again it the story like, really invoked in me that they like the the higusama just steals your vision <laughs> like <laughs> but then i'm being i'm being slapped on the on the wrist like no that's not the case <laughs> by the end of the story <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's a cool idea too like that's that's still worrying like that's still terrible like Oh, for um, sure. And the story insinuates that a lot. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, does it insinuate a lot? It doesn't. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe I mean I mean I'm maybe like, yeah, I'm I'm pushing our own that. assumptions onto it. Yeah. But I mean that's I mean the story didn't give us much to not otherwise. So yeah. <clears throat> either way, that's the end of my notes until final thoughts. Okay. So on to final thoughts. There are parts of the story I really do enjoy. Um, the strangely creepy farm folklore horror angle, um, like the just in in the Japanese countryside, like that's really cool. Like that was a good setup. Like it's it's had a good setup for me, and like I I brought up a couple of ideas for like game fodder that I feel like would be really good. Like Little Fears, Unknown Armies, Vasen. There's other ones out there that you could also use. Uh, like it's a good like setup, like a good seed idea for a scenario in uh that involving this like weird chicken monster thing. Um, but for me, the big hampering issue is that this version of this seems to have a, have gaps at the end and not a spooky payoff that I was able to really like hell off the bat. Like even if the brother got swapped and is a monster now, well, it's been 20 years and that person who looks like your brother sounds like your brother acts like your brother and is not malicious in any way and in fact has a really good job with children and none of those children have gone missing as far as the story is telling us or not telling us mm-hmm. <laughs> it's probably just your brother now <laughs> like yeah i i get that that can be horrific like in a disassociative way like again like there are people who like suddenly like dissociate from their relatives and stuff as like that's not my family like that's not them that's not them anymore like there's something different like that's that can be horrific that can be terrifying but the way it's presented in this story it kind of comes out of left field at the very end like it comes right out of left town mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. my favorite town but man yeah <laughs> but yeah so it's like that was my big issue was like the ending is sort of just like wait that's the ending <laughs> like <laughs> so i'm gonna partially recommend it but it's more the my partial recommend is really more for the the game fodder stuff than anything it's not like uh like as a story goes like as a uh as a spooky tale i really can't recommend it fully because the payoff is non-existent to me (laughs) so uh but it had a good start (laughs) so mikey these stands for evil all right so to really sum up the uh, creepiness of the story. An egg hatches with a demon chicken 
a kid is traumatized, the chicken runs away, and nothing happens. Yeah. That was a better rundown than I did. (laughs) (laughs) Way more concise. (laughs) Yeah. So, the, the, the biggest problem that this story faces is that nothing happens. Even the insinuation that they're going to have to go to a funeral in a couple days, it goes nowhere. Yeah. Like you and just... and also the whole, oh, well, something happened to his brother. But again, it ends with him saying, oh, it's been 20 years and I've forgotten what my brother was like. So I guess that's my brother now. Like, Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, Overall, I am not recommending this. All right. And Gamer. So uh, one thing I feel with the story is the story can be kind of easily disproven if you're trying to think of it as an actual thing that happens. Especially if you're someone who grew up on a farm, too, because I'm sure a lot of people around noon probably were like hatching chicks and stuff like that to no um, consequences and such. Yeah. Like there's there's an explanation now that they use tech to dispose of the eggs at noon and midnight and all that, but this would be such a widespread common knowledge thing at this point, you know, be it in the I'm... real world or in the lore of the story, people would know. Like the parents know, the grandparents know. The kid is old enough to comprehend. Same with his yeah. little brother. Like, why didn't anyone tell them to stay away from the eggs without supervision? Yeah. And yeah, why did they lock the damn door? If it's this yeah. horrible <laughs> of a outcome, if you look at it, you know, yeah, whatever this whole is... outcome may be, actually, because we don't really know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, since you brought it up, like I also remember that there's people that do like hobby hatching chickens. Yep. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a buddy. Uh, just a, like a couple of hours up north that uh, that I, I visit, and he has a he has a chicken coop in his backyard. And I'm after reading the story, I sent him the link to the story as like I'm watching you now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching for any strange like behavior from this point forward. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a like I said, it's something that can be so easily disproven in real life. So it there's no way that it's hard to get immersed into it it's like yeah if um if the story was about um if you ate a sandwich that had like specific ingredients on it exactly at at midnight like you could just do that and nothing bad would happen you know yeah it's something that anyone can just disprove which ruins any sort of immersion yeah, there needs to be like some kind of mark signifier as to like why this is happening on this farm, like yeah, and not every farm, every chicken farm in 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 the history of Japan, <laughs> like or the world. even even if this is just well, no, well, even if this is just like localized to Japanese like poultry husbandry, yeah, <laughs> it still doesn't like like that's still a huge number of chicken farmers that are doing this apparently that have like this weird conspiracy of like. Um, of evil, of bad eggs, <laughs> and the the bad egg conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, and 
if this is something that's just happening in Japan or even just on this one farm, yeah, why? Not why is it happening necessarily, but why do they continue to try raising chickens here if raising chickens here potentially does this? What is the benefit? Are they always like a award-winning uh, farm? Like they're all, all of their stuff on the farm comes out awesome. It's just occasionally there can be some soul stealing chickens that are born there. Like that's the downside. There's no, yeah. Boom. Like they, it's like the, the rest of the eggs come out really nutritious, like super flavorful. The best thing that go on ramen noodles, mm. <laughs> like just absolutely the best, but <laughs> we do need to be vigilant when it comes to noon and midnight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either really good eggs or really bad eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I again, you see this a lot of the time, and like, honestly, like, part of me would be fine even if it's like if they just explain that, like, well, they keep doing this because they're stubborn in their old ways. Like, they've been egg farmers since before the curse was laid upon their property or their or this land or this uh this area, mm-hmm. and like they could stop, but this is all they've ever known, so they're not going to stop. Yeah, they're just going to stay vigilant. Like, I could be fine with that. But yeah, like it's, we just, we need, that needs to be in the story. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe their um, ancestors, um, they like always were struggling with their farm. So they made a deal with an Oni or something. I don't know if that's something that Onis do. That, just, probably, I, that sounds about right. I don't know much yeah. about Japanese culture, but made a deal with some supernatural being that blessed them with amazing results at their farm. But 12 is the bad time for anything on yeah. the farm. Or even better yet, there is a there's a spirit that's been sealed away on the property, like from like hundreds of thousands of years ago, and but it still has influence in this this whole like Higusama situation. Yeah, like that's it's it's one bit of influence that it still has on the property because like like the priests uh, and and um, uh, the priests were able to like um, bind it under a rock with a bunch of like like uh, an egg shaped rock <laughs> <laughs> under a uh, uh under a hill um using um like incantations and stuff like that but and that's like just off the like on on the corner of the property however the um because even though the creature is is in the ground like sealed away it still like tainted the the world uh, tainted this this area somehow mm-hmm and so, like, maybe that's why they the the chickens like jump out of their like when they do grab grab a uh, a soul or whatever they do, they run off out into the west, like to the west, like basically like. And oh, that's to, where um, the tomb is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like something like that. Like I, again, we we need more. Like, there's so many gaps in this story. I feel yeah, <laughs> like that's another thing that was brought up that didn't go anywhere. Like, what the hell is out west? So specifically, that he went over there, like. Yeah. Otherwise, it going to the west doesn't really matter. You know, he could have just said it went over there, but it was specifically <laughs> called out to the west. So there's yeah. something there that we don't know. Also, regarding the gaps here and the also the automation of the eggs that's just kind of like brought up, I wonder if like there was supposed to that was supposed to also say that like since then, because oh, it, well, it did say like right at the, off the hop that their grandparents no longer do eggs, <laughs> no, no longer have a chicken farm, mm-hmm. or they no longer farm chickens. They, uh, but it was like if that hadn't been there, I wonder if like the um, the automation part might have been mentioned as like, well, now twenty years later, my grandfather has has gotten has gotten a, an automated system, so he doesn't have to go out there every night and watch it. Yeah, 
but like that it's just it's just like blanket statement like the the farming industry has automation now so they can stop the bad eggs from hatching <laughs> it's like what yeah yeah and then um visually with the quote unquote monster of the little baby chick with the human eyes mm-hmm. the horror in this is kind of in the same vein as dk mode for me oh, cuz no. in the story it's being described as something horrible but like in my head i'm just seeing it as something silly and yes, seeing a chick with human eyes <laughs> or a human with its head three times its size and arms that reach the floor, seeing that in real life would be horrifying. But because this isn't real life and it's a story, it's just it's hard to convey that through text, you know? Um, yeah, you really have to kind of be already immersed into this in order to kind of get the, the creepiness and stuff like that. Because like, again, I still think that DK mode, like, if it, when it was presented in that story, like, I still found that kind of creepy, whereas you found it laughable. Well, mainly because <laughs> so, I played Goldeneye forever, and DK mode was true, a yeah. thing, so I immediately connected to the characters and that being all N64 graphic and everything, so it ruined it. Yeah. But yes. But if it was, like, real people, yes. And yeah, like, again, I again, I looked at this one, I was like, well, what's a chicken eye look like? Oh, God, human and chicken eyes! Ah! Why? But again, Burn that's a chicken fire. eye, not a baby chick eye. I know, yeah. Yes. It's still I'd still be fucking creepy uh, creeped out if like there's like a hu- Also like here's the other creepy thing. Is it like a human eye as in like it's the same size as a chick's eye <laughs> or is it like a human eye size and it's just like bulging out of the chicken's eye? It's like size. very front heavy. It's like beaks yeah. almost hitting the ground cuz extra weight on his head. Because that's also creepy. Like I've seen like animes or like cartoons that like illustrate that, where like some like some characters like a like a runt like character that they have like these big bulging eyes. And like if I saw that in real life, that would be horrifying. Because yeah. that's definitely a birth defect mm-hmm. kind of situation like that. And that's that's never like pleasant. So mm-hmm. yeah, all in all, for the story, I can't really recommend it. I couldn't get immersed into it. Uh, the creepiness wasn't creepy or wasn't even explained. <laughs> and the ending is a non-ending that doesn't end, it stops. Yeah. Yeah, I think we can all agree that the story had potential, but then but then just had way too many gaps and dropped the ball by the end. I feel like I say this almost every episode, or at least yeah. on all the ones that I don't recommend the or <laughs> partially or don't recommend the story, I tend to always also say the um the theories that we come up with the story are better than what we have like yeah adding stuff like that in that adds lore and reason behind everything makes the story a lot better that's not there so i can't recommend yeah, that the, the story is yeah and this story is a huge like example of like having big gaps in your story that like kind of are just left to the audience yeah. <laughs> and in this case um, leaving your audience wondering is not a good thing mm-hmm. because it had the adverse effect of like what that usually does for me even where it's like it leaves me wondering it's like, oh it gives all these possibilities like I'm fine with that but like this one is like what you have to the give fuck? us a taste it's like yeah. it's like you brought out a huge silver platter like with a huge lid on it and put it out there but it's yeah. way at the other side of the table you can't even smell it and yeah. they don't even give it to you they just take it away. You don't even get to see what's yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, like they tell us that there's a whole platter of deviled eggs under that bin, and I'm like, "Yeah, deviled eggs, no, I love that." No, and here, they're like, "No, no, here is your food." That's all they yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, here's your food. What what kind of food? 
Is it, is it something egg related? No. Where are you it's going? Just food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come back. I want my. I'm hungry. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. So, yeah, I guess bottom line, um, none of us are really recommending this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I I, I, I'll partially recommend. I, I I'm only partially recommending it for game fodder because like. I like the the stuff that's in the story, like the stuff that we do get at the beginning is a good setup for a horror story and a horror scenario. It's just the story itself didn't um, follow through with that for, for a spookiness mm-hmm. for me. So yeah, like I'm, I'm also going to say like as a story itself, not a game fodder, no recommendations. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, but that has been this week's episode. So if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. You can also send us emails at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, urban legends, SCPs. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah! We'll peep it like chickens! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> like, because the, the little peeps? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the little... Um... It has a... Double entendre today. Yes. Those were weaponized uh, in South Park. Ah, cool. <laughs> we're like, you put um, a whole case of them in the microwave and it explodes and kills everyone in the room. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> and if you'd like to talk to us on Twitter, um, Mikey is at the East Dance for Evil. The Gamer and Yell is at the Gamer and Yell, but without that W, because his name is very long. Yeah. And I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, and if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Look up El Dente Rigamortis and select the back that you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. To our patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the translators of these stories, thank you immensely, because without your listenership, it'd be like screaming into the void. And without these stories getting posted and placed online and then translated by people so that other la- other people who speak different languages can, can enjoy and read these stories. Thank you immensely. Cause again, like even though we didn't recommend this story, it has potential <laughs> hmm. as a, a, in, in some capacity. So thank you. It wasn't painful to read like some stories yeah. are. <laughs> Yeah, and oh, again, if we had read this from the the one website, that's just like it was just broken English translation. It would have been pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would have been a whole different thing entirely. So I that's thank you, Kawabana, for for putting some work into into the translation of the story, <laughs> putting some finesse into the translation of the story at least. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the Stranger Evil, and I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well.